Maybe I'm just nostalgic Or maybe it's truly magical I'm Andrew. I'm Brooke. And this is a Disneyto podcast. Tonight we have a guest. A um, super guest. Yeah, and I would say that we're all three of us are fangirls. Yeah. We just kind of spilled the beans on that to him. 100%. So he's probably a little weirded out. But tonight we have Gleefully Tim from Instagram. <laughs> if you don't follow him, you should. He's hilarious. All of his stories are the highlight of my day. We initially... Oh. Hundred percent, Tim. Um, so, Tim, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, and then we'll uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit of Mary Poppins tonight, Mary as Poppins. picked by Tim. As picked by Tim. Yay! Uh, yes. Oh my gosh. Well, as you just said, I'm gleefully Tim. I'm an actor, musical theater actor, jumping all over the states, <laughs> and um, I also self-professed Disney fan. So I'm right. so excited yes. to be here, and I love that you're drinking with us. Yes, ma'am. Oh, oh my God. gosh. What I is a Wednesday it. without wine? I know. Or <laughs> bourbon. bourbon. <laughs> or vodka. Or yeah, bourbon and bourbon. vodka in mine. I one just... bourbon, one vodka, one wine. Just really fucking my life up right now. I love it. We really scoured the board here. We're mm. adulting. It's okay. Oh, right. Yes. Actually, I think... Oh, nope, it didn't get any better. <laughs> I thought maybe it would. Here, have some of this one. <laughs> no. No, okay. I don't want any of that one. I'll, I'll spill that. Okay, so you're talking about Mary Poppins. How many years has it been since Mary Poppins came out? It came out what sixty three? Sixty quick math. 60, yeah, sixty three, sixty four. Sixty four years 64. ago. Mm-hmm. No, fifty four years no, ago. Nineteen sixty four. Fifty four years ago, then, right? How old is my mom? <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, fifty four years ago. Is it fifty four? Yes, I think twenty eighteen yeah. minus sixty five. I said fifty five. If it came out sixty three, it'd be fifty five. It's sixty four. Sixty four. Okay, so forty nine. No, oh no, I'm so fifty four. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and edit this. <laughs> no, please. It's no, great to know. Listen, I was a journalism major. I fifty five years. Math. It's fifty five years 55 since it came years. out. Fuck you guys. I was right. <laughs> 55 years since it came out. Not you, Tim. You're innocent in this. Um, so much. 55 years since it came out. Um, I grew up on this movie. I think, obviously, a lot of people did. It's been out for 55 years. It took 20 years for them to make this movie because the, the author of the book, which some of us didn't know there was a book before the movie, um, she fought so hard. She didn't want to give up the film rights. So yeah. it took them a hell of a long time to actually make this movie. and mm-hmm. But now it's here. It's great. We have a sequel coming out. With your boy, isn't it? Oh, my God. I love Min- Lin-Manuel Miranda. I just want to oh. be you. <laughs> just be my friend, please. Um, love him. Tim, what are your thoughts on Lin? I'm just, like, moaning over here. I mean, yes. his name. I just, like, let out a, like, a guttural, mm. Yes. <laughs> Grinding a little on the couch. I <laughs> fucking love him so much. I'm a, no, I'm obsessed. He's a musical genius. He's an yeah. absolute genius. And yes, um, 
uh, not just like Hamilton, but in the Heights and 21 Jump Street and all those other, you know, pieces uh, are, are ingenious. And Moana, I'm so glad that Disney hopped on him and grabbed him for Moana. And mm-hmm. and now for this, I'm, I'm like, a, like slightly not worried. Worried is not the right word. I'm surprised that they cast him in this role. But um, I don't doubt Lynn. I don't doubt him. So. I, got, I got really excited. Um, at the Oscars when he was on the red carpet and they were asking him about that. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're going to be a Mary Poppins. Did you write the music? Like, how are you going to like put hip hop into it? And he's like, well, I didn't write the music. He goes, but I got to, he's like, credit where credit's due. Dick Van Dyke spits some bars during <laughs> during Jolly Holiday with Mary. Like, he's like, he spits a rap in the middle yeah, of that does. musical. <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited for the sequel. Um I, so I haven't, I've purposely not watched all the trailers. I know there's like two out, two or three. There's yeah. like the mm-hmm. teaser and then like two full length uh, trailers. And I've only watched the one because I just don't want to give myself any sort of expectation for it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, same. Just because I think so, because Mary Poppins is a classic, so many people are going to be ready mm-hmm. to compare this new one to the original. And I just don't yeah. want to do that. I want to let it be its own thing yeah. and just have no expectations and enjoy it for whatever it will be i think i told you though that when i saw because i go to the movies like every week and like while every i was other day yeah Matt when i was the at the movies and i saw the like the first like long trailer for this uh and there's just a shot where it says and also featuring dick van dyke and it's dick van dyke doing like a little soft shoe on a desk <laughs> and i te- I, I cried so old and cute. i teared up i was like oh my god he's in it <laughs> <laughs> matt is the emotional. <laughs> uh, but this, I'm, I'm with this, you on this same boat. I'm not watching any trailers because I don't want any preconceived notions. I don't mm-hmm. want to compare it because it is so ingrained in us. We watched it as we were kids growing up, so it's like it's you know part of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's why Julie Andrews, being the classy bitch she is, uh, passed on being in the sequel. Right? I think she said in that interview she was like, I- "I'm not interested. This is Emily Blunt's movie. She mm-hmm. was perfect for this, and yeah, I don't yeah. want to over." shadow yeah. her i don't want to steal any thunder uh, if she She's could not be any more practically perfect in every so way wink, wink, yes. wink, wink. <laughs> she uh, yeah she's such a class act and i'm i was actually very relieved she wasn't in it because i feel like if she were in it then i would just look at emily blunt like you fake ass bitch you're yes. not the real mary <laughs> yep. because i see her there so right. I'm glad like she's not in it. I, I am excited Dick Van Dyke's in it, though. I think he'll give it a nice little personal touch. It'll kind of bring back some of that um, nostalgia and sentimentality of the first film. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's a nice touch. But And I hope he plays Bert. Like, I hope that he is literally playing Bert to oh, kind I'm of... sure he will. To show that, like, Bert aged and Mary Poppins mm-hmm. didn't. Like, no, he's not. For that comparison. He's not no. Bert. He's oh, not he's not? Bert? No, he's, um, what, the, the banker's son. Oh, I mean, Baker that works, son. too, because oh, he did play the banker. Yeah, you're ruining everything. I'm pretty sure Fucking I saw that on a red carpet. The, the, ba- the banker who <laughs> died sorry. from laughing. Sorry, it's on the internet. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> probably wrong. And Meryl Streep, casually throwing in Meryl Streep in there, too. Why, yes! <laughs> Why not? Why <laughs> not? <laughs> I'm, I'm stoked for that one. So She can do no wrong. What is she in that? Wait, what is she in that one? She's like her cousin or something, right? I don't even know what she is. I don't. I've I've I looked into very. little. I told you I've like been trying no. to avoid too much of it. So yeah, I'll find little out. Devil Wears Prada nostalgia. Ooh. Oh my god! Can't Emily wait. One could hit me with a bus, and I would thank her. You know. <laughs> thank you. Yes, <laughs> honey. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was so sweet. Pull over, Gina George. Just be like, I, I love this. Um, yes. Uh. 
Tim, you wanted, you specifically asked us to talk about Mary Poppins, um, obviously very timely with the sequel coming yes. out, but I would love to hear why you wanted to talk about it, what the film means to you, your thoughts and, and all that. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I um, grew up with Mary Poppins, but really with the sound of music, right? Everybody grew mm -hmm. up with sound of music. Every theater kid grew up with sound of music. And we all have this love for Julie Andrews. She could murder your mom and you would forgive her and it would be Yeah, fun, she'd you know? just be my new mom. You'd help her. <laughs> yeah, she would take your... Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. What a fantastic <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> but really, so then seeing Mary Poppins and and watching how Julie Andrews got her start into film. Here, I'm going to nerd out for three seconds. I'm, I'm, you probably Go. already know this, but here's the deal why I'm really obsessed with this movie. Because Julie Andrews was originating My Fair Lady on Broadway, mm -hmm. and they decided to make My Fair Lady into a movie. And they said, Julie, you're not famous. We don't want you in this movie. We're going to cast Audrey Hepburn instead. And, of course, she was super upset, but that gave her space in her calendar for something else and Disney approached her and said we got this movie it's called Mary Poppins we think you're perfect for it and then she was like I'm so sorry I'm three months pregnant I can't do it and they said we'll wait so they like wait a whole year for her right and then she does the movie and what goes head to head at the Oscars but My Fair Lady and Mary Poppins and Julie Andrews walks away with a leading actress Oscar That's and right. it just like kills me it is the best story and then from that she gets Sound of Music and Eternal Fame you know it's like it was meant for her. And this is sort of like how that all started. This this role that was like sculpted for her and then held for her and shot her into stardom, you know? So um, obsessed for that reason. And then, of course, like all the songs we've, we've been humming since we were four. And, oh, yeah. Um, they're so timely and I think all of us related to those kids and we wanted to have somebody like her in our lives somehow. And, yeah. You know? We yeah. all have issues with our with our parents who don't understand us and who don't understand that we want to grow up into something that maybe isn't them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we all needed a magical nanny to help us go through that. Yeah. And help I us still need a magical nanny. Yes, right? Well, and I feel like Disney is so, like, they're infamous for their animated musicals. But a lot of their live-action musicals leave a lot to be desired like bit knobs and broomsticks has a couple cool songs in it but it's it's long it's like two and a half two <laughs> two hours and 40 minutes well, it's a I, long Mary movie Poppins is long too but like there are songs that i could easily skip in bed knobs and broomsticks but like mary poppins i think is a flawless live action movie like it holds up every single time every song works for me like really weren't you just like complaining about the dance sequence well on like, the no no you were saying oh, that it's two hours long and i said well oh, i mean the, the step in time dance part is like 15 minutes long. it is it's, <laughs> like, that movie it so two hours amazing. because of this scene <laughs> it's so cute though it's adorable yeah. them yeah. dancing on the roofs it's great yeah but you know two Two hours? I'm old now. I can't be doing nothing for two hours. It is all, two hours and 19 minutes. Yes. I just watched it the other day, to, obviously, to prep for this. And I was like, mm -hmm. good Christ. This is <laughs> That's what, we were talking about it the other day. We were like, we got to watch. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like two hours, 20 minutes. I'm, I can't do this. I have day. like a, a bedtime. <laughs> like, I need to be asleep by 9 o'clock. Yeah, like, right. what's happening? Um, so, yeah. But, no, I, I totally agree. Like, we grew up with that. I mean, I still want a magical nanny. Uh, without this movie, we wouldn't have Princess Diaries. Uh, uh, it wouldn't be quite the same at least. as well. <laughs> um, yeah. Which launched, in my opinion... Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. So there's just so much... Thanks you know, to right. Julia Roberts. Mary Poppins has done a lot. Uh, so, you know, what? kudos to that. 
Go ahead. I was going to say something about Tim. You mentioned, um, you know, about how when they offered the role to her that she was pregnant, and they they held the role for her until she was ready to actually film. And you know, one thing that that made me think about is how would Julie Roberts or Julie, Julie Roberts? <laughs> she wouldn't have. Sorry, <laughs> second bourbon for the night. <laughs> how would Julie Andrews have done that role? had she not just gone through pregnancy and become a mother? Because that that motherly figure in her is so prominent in the film, but also well, that youthfulness. It's there, but she's still like playful and sassy, and that's why we love her so much. So yeah, I she's forgot still about got, the snark. Like yeah, when I was a kid, I missed the snark. <laughs> I, I mean, I am that way today. So I was just like, you know what, Mary Poppins, I got you. Um, but yeah, no, so originally I think uh, Disney wanted Angela Lansbury and Cary Grant to play Mary Poppins and Mary, yeah, Mary Poppins and Bert. Uh, I almost said Dick Van Dyke, <laughs> uh, but that's who they wanted to play those characters, and which would have been weird because can you imagine Mrs. Potts being Mary Poppins? But she kind of was in Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Well, yeah, we don't talk about that Poppins, movie, Matthew. I'm just saying they are God. very comparable movies. But just like. Mrs. Tim keeps Potts. giving me a look every time I mention bed knobs and broomsticks. I, feel I like love it so much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I fucking love bed knobs and broomsticks. I'm sorry. She's a motherfucking witch and she has a side <laughs> car and she fights the Nazis or whatever. It's just like, it's uh, literally because you know. No, but again, I, Angela Lansbury could also hit me with a bus and it would be fine. Like, so. Mrs. Potts. And look, don't get me wrong because I think that Age of Not Believing is like one of the most underappreciated songs out of any Disney thing. But I just I also think that Portobello Road is like a twenty five minute sequence that I don't need in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so I don't know, it's so good. Maybe I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe I need to revisit now with an adult. Yeah. The parts I, the parts that you loved are still there, but there's a lot of parts that your childhood mind just chose to ignore while you were watching we, it that's still there. We do a lot <laughs> like of that. Mary. On on this podcast, we revisit old films we haven't watched since we were really little, and then we're just like, "Wow, it's so different as an adult." It's <laughs> <laughs> like this didn't hold up, did it? I was like, uh, "What Mulan was one that we talked about?" Mulan. That was um, oh my god, Sleeping Beauty! What Awful. a fucking tragedy that was. Awful. <laughs> Awful. It's Tim. so it's so bad. Have you watched Sleeping Beauty lately? And no, and this is a shame because I love. Here's the thing: I always say that that Sleeping Beauty is my favorite princess. Is Why? it because Prince Philip is the hottest prince, though? Yes, <laughs> obviously. Yes. So I'm recognizing that, and we're only there for Maleficent, and we're only Sleeping Aurora is the worst character in the entire film. We all recognize it. <laughs> yeah, she's she is the worst. Maleficent is this petty bitch, and I feel like we all can relate. She's mad. Like we talked about this on the podcast before, and I fucking love Maleficent because she's mad she wasn't invited to a party. And I yeah. can relate. Because you're like, God damn it, you didn't invite me. I'm going to curse your newborn. And you need to hide her in the woods for 16 years, bitch. Like, get on it. Yeah, I totally get that. And like, I'm not going to come to your party, but I want to be invited still. Exactly. And it's like, like you're, I'm too tired. I'm busy. You're but. more apt to show up when you're not invited than when you are. So it's yes. like, if you really don't want me there, invite me. And I'll just be like, oh, uh, mm, my dog's <laughs> got to my dog's got to eat that day. So nah. <laughs> but if you don't invite me, I'm like, I, I will clear my fucking schedule. Mm. I will starve my dog and be there. Yes. Oh, my God. But Absolutely. anyway, yeah. So some movies don't hold up. So you should right. rewatch Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Uh, it's great. Yeah, I report back. But even going back to Mary Poppins and watching that entire that middle section, there's like a 25 minute stretch where I was like, yee, yee. it's like all really bleak and it's the, I don't know, the 
Is that the Feed the Birds? Yeah, the whole Feed the Birds section. (laughs) The bank section. And, like, I get why the bank section is important. I do get it. But I feel like we could have done that in, like, 90 seconds. Yes. And not 90 minutes. Do you know? Yeah, Yeah. I feel like that's very... that, like that's a pattern for like older Disney films. Like they just needed to fill all all this time, so they just kind of drug things out and did very unnecessary things to get like that feature length. And mm. it's just like you could really just wrap this up. That's so interesting because if it's like a family film, what kids are sitting down for two and a half hours and making it through that bank section? No one. No. Well, no. I mean, in all fairness, we probably did as kids. That's yeah. the pee break section. I guess so. I feel like I must have zoned and then came back at step in time. I must have like <laughs> gone to play is. my Game Boy real quick step and come back. Time. Yes. Well, yeah, there's so much of it that I didn't remember and like there, oh god, I was so little. And like now, I watch it as an adult, and I'm like, oh my god, the banker dies at the end. Like, yeah. I had no <laughs> idea. And so, it's, and let's not even talk. Not only does the banker die, he dies but of laughing. He dies of laughing, and it's presented as like the best news in the world. He's like, he died, so you can get your old job yeah, back. Yeah, they're like, just Yay. like, <laughs> and I'm just like, that's bleak. But like as a kid, I'm just like, yeah, this is fucking great. Jump back into the chalk painting. I love it. And well, I didn't understand what the fuck that Mrs. Banks was fighting for all the time. Why was she marching all the time? What she just? What's the suffrage movement? Restless leg syndrome, and she needs yeah. to march. I don't know. Well, well, I was no, the I same way. I was like, women can vote, so like, what? Well, that's one of the interesting <laughs> things, though, because that came out in what mid sixties, yeah, which was a very different time for women. Um, but was what's it? interesting? I wasn't alive then. Yeah, hun. Yeah, um, <laughs> women didn't take me have back. Near, Tell me about women's lives in the sixties. Didn't have near the well, rights. So this movie takes place in what nineteen ten in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like women's suffrage. Yes. Well, yeah. and so what's interesting is one. I think it's interesting that. We've talked about this before on different podcasts relating to Walt Disney and some of the themes we've seen in movies where women Strings are downplayed so as being kind of dumb damsels in distress, kitchen workers, and that's about it kitchen um, as far workers. as their ability. Or what about cleaning, like maids? Or, <laughs> yes, yeah. or singing to animals. Nannies? Really little silly singing girls. Singing to animals. I mean, I do that. That's true. But it's we do that. that they do this um, piece about uh, women's suffrage and this mm-hmm. character who has that kind of focus and that initiative in herself. But well, then watching yeah. the movie, any time that she's challenged by the husband, she's like, yes, whatever you need. Yes. And it's like, so what's exactly the fucking what I point? Yeah. Well, like I think that's the like the great thing about Mary Poppins because she just like kind of tells Mr. Banks how it is. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's also interesting that this movie... Um, You'd think that this would be one of those movies where they present everything super normal and ordinary until Mary Poppins shows up. But it's kind of fantastical right out the gate with like the neighbor that shoots off the cannon every hour (laughs) and like everyone has to prepare for it and they're like holding all the Which as a child I didn't think was weird. It's like, yeah, (laughs) your neighbor shoots a cannon. Normal. All right, I buy it. I love that. His house is a boat. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's a pirate. It's totally okay. He's a Civil War veteran living in London now. Yeah. He, he's fine. He has clear PTSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a lot of layers under that. But it's, I also love, like, Bert's constant changing jobs. Like, he has a different mm-hmm. song introducing what job he has well, for that day. That's kind of because he 
he's like the embodiment of several different characters from the book. So there was like a one man band. There was like the chalk artist. There was the chimney sweep. They were all different characters in the book, but they couldn't do that in the movie. It was like a little, it was just too much. So they wrapped it all up into, into one with, but I think it makes it more entertaining. Like I would way, I like way more like this one weird guy who works like five different jobs. Or is he just talented? He's very talented. He's super talented. I love his little like, I love his little poems. Like, there's these moments, like, when he's telling the poem right in the beginning when he sees, like, the wind blowing and it's, like, the, uh, I can't remember, it's, like, the winds in the east and whatever. But then he has, like, a weird poem in the middle of uh, Chim Chimery as well where he's, chim, like, chim, where he's talking about, like, you know, where there's hardly a day and hardly a night and stuff mm-hmm. like Like, he's got this very poetic soul mixed into just, like, loving to do a little soft shoe. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, people are, have <laughs> dimensions. Or as Shrek would say, Layers. layers. We don't. So, we talk about Shrek too much. We, we do talk about, about Shrek. It's all our the time. favorite non-Disney it's, thing to talk about. It is the thing. It's an honorary <laughs> Disney film because it's so good. Yeah. It's uh, a work of art. Absolutely. Thank you. Speaking of Dick and the character, I thought um, you were just gonna be like speaking of Dick, and I was like, oh, <laughs> we're going there. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish this cup. We'll talk all about Dick. Um, <laughs> so, you know. Through some of my preparation for the podcast, so, you know, I, I looked up a lot of different things and like theories and whatnot. And the one thing I thought was interesting was they talked about his character and about how he had all these different jobs. And, you know, back in the day, that would have portrayed that he probably was having a tough time making ends meet or that he um, was just kind of a free spirit type person. Like a gypsy. Yeah. It's kind of like a vagrant. And, but they had another theory about how, you know, he was maybe... Um, a child who was nannied by Mary Poppins, and that's why I he embodies so was... much of those similarities yeah. with her because he he that stuck with him in life, and he kind of carried that through to adulthood. Yeah, that's always been my theory was that he grew up with Mary well, Poppins in his life. <laughs> oh. Tim face, I love it. Yeah, he's like what? Oh, so smart. I've never thought about this in my entire life. Well, because he's like played as a love interest at points well, too. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But, like, Riddle Mary me Poppins, this: yeah. Why is he romantically? Who didn't have a crush on their babysitter yeah, I had a when crush they were on that my babysitter. age? My that's babysitter. Right. Well, and Mary Poppins very kindly like puts him in the friend zone through song. Like she's like, it's that's a great what holiday. I do. Yeah. I'm just like, like, it's a great holiday a being with you, Bert. <laughs> There's the one song though where he. She says something about, or he says something about. They allude to a romance. Yeah, they yeah. allude to like a previous time that they knew each other. But then, in addition to that theory about him being a child that was nannied by her, they talk about how he's secretly the banker's That's son. That's some Freudian shit right there. That he's the banker's son, though. And that it's like kind of disownment kind of thing because when they mention him, when she goes in to talk about the, with the banker, like the furious and the anger he gets. Um, but they talk about how, like, you know. Mary oh Poppins God. was his nanny, and but you know he didn't follow. Well, what yeah, his if he had a nanny, he would come from a wealthy family. Yes, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah, like the but banker. He didn't follow them. He took her free-spirited, happy-go-lucky lifestyle, and see. Kind of well, but that's the thing. thing. Mary Poppins isn't there for the kid. She's always there for the parent, and it didn't work with. It didn't work with Bert's dad. Mm-hmm. But he's still learning to like be whimsical. I love this. I love this theory. But this, this is the movie I need to see. This is the <laughs> sequel we want. Yeah, <laughs> but it kind of is that going to be the sequel? No, or the prequel at the very Lin least. Lin Manuel no. Miranda and Emily Blunt. Don't uh, don't go fucking Star uh, Wars on me. Girl. 
I, I can't get prequels. Explicit, explicit images of their rendezvous. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like, I need to see it. I want to see it all happen. I need an yes. X-rated Mary Poppins. Yes. Oh, can you imagine? Need... I'll take a look on Pornhub tonight and see if I can find anything. Please? Oh my god, I bet somebody's done it. Can we have a Lin Manuel lookalike, just like railing an Emily Blunt lookalike? Mary oh popping up in that puss. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what a fucking dream. Right. It would be a fucking <sighs> jolly holiday this Christmas you know, no, if God's we could get that. Seeing Julie Andrews in a porn would be Christmas. No, I don't want to. She's just like. No, I want no, her to come she, out as some fucking dominatrix. No, she would. <laughs> um, but okay. I don't want to know about it. It's like. It's like she gives hints that she does that, and I'm just like, "Ooh, Julie, you so, bad bitch!" But I don't like throwing all the toys stuff out of her never-ending bag. Whips. <laughs> what if she like whipped out this giant fucking dildo, and she's like, "Oh, never mind." About so that. I just googled Mary Poppins porn, oh and the first thing that comes up from Pornhub is Mary Poppins pissing on some German prick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's being witty. That everything we didn't know we needed. There it is. Mary Poppins oh pissing God. on some Jewish or Jewish. German. 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 Sorry. The very opposite. opposite of that. The opposite of Jewish. German. It's the German coming out in me. Oh my God. Take this out. I'm also Jewish though. It's okay. It's okay. I'm both. If the hate for Germans is allowed. We all let it go. Yeah. The hate for Jews that we can't have that no. because of, you know what happened. But then yeah. somebody says we hate German people, and you're like, "That's fine." <laughs> We're like, "Yeah, we get that." Producer Matt ends like, up having to cut a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Say. yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so, so back to Mary Poppins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Music. Let's talk about the music because we only touched on first it. of all, favorite songs. I, I would like to talk about the music really. Quick. First of all, but listen. Well, that Go there's Brooke. a bottle of bourbon right there. I didn't even know. Producer Matt brought it in. Oh, thanks, Producer Matt. <laughs> this is why you need a producer, Tim. They bring yes. you the alcohol. I want to just talk about this really quick. This is my uh, shining moment with Mary Poppins. Get a girl. Um, in fourth grade, we had a fourth grade play, and it was Mary Poppins. And I just want you all to know <laughs> that I played a pigeon <laughs> during the Feed the Birds segment. <laughs> So, watch out. <laughs> I'm pretty much like... Oh, hon. I'm the next Adina Menzel, so... <laughs> You're starring turn as a pigeon. Yes. I. But then so, I, gra- so then I went to fifth that, grade. Though, I thought no, a penguin. No. I was like, oh, you were in the Jolly Holiday No, I was a sequence. pigeon, just being sad. But in fifth grade, oh. I had a singing solo. I was also a narrator, and I starred as one of like the main characters in the play. So hell yeah! So just so you know, so that there was a lot of growth. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did a lot of <laughs> stage crew, and the only acting I've ever done on stage was I played the masochist in Little Shop of Horror in my junior. That's year I also musical. I <laughs> emceed a ton of like shows throughout like middle school and high school, and I did like the morning announcements in high school all the time. Yeah. But that, that's it. That's yeah. all. Listen, I'm pretty lame after that. Your first role was at least alive. Mine was <laughs> Wizard of Oz, and I was one of the trees that threw a fucking apple at Dorothy. <laughs> that's a great fuck. I would love to throw an apple at someone. <laughs> that's and a like, good it, one. It's okay. How the, about you, Tim? What was your first? Threw it off stage. What was your first Tim, moment in musical yes. theater? Oh my god, I was in Aladdin Junior. What? And I was uh, one of the three suitors who comes to win Jasmine's hand, which like doesn't happen in the movie at all. No, they decided no. to put it into the play. It's fine. Literally, that's uh, made me so mad. Nobody knew who the fuck I was because I'm not in the movie. <laughs> and I like showed up and had like some muscles and I like lifted a dumbbell and I was supposed to impress her. And uh, alas, it didn't work. Oh, it works on me. 
Does it? Yeah, I've got five pound dumbbells in my closet right now. If someone was just like to come in and lift that, I'd be like, you're the one. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> She's creaming her pants over here. Yeah, it's five done. pound Whoa. dumbbell lifts. Five, mm. five pound dumbbell. I get it though. I get it. people are like, "What are you looking for in a man?" And I'm like, mm, "A man." Like yeah. it, at this point, it's, it's a man that can lift a Chipotle burrito. <laughs> that's what I'm with after. a primal yes. grunt at the end. Yes, Tim, take us away. Lead us into discussion. Best song. Okay. Best song. You know what? Here's the thing. Since seeing Saving Mr. Banks, mm-hmm. now my favorite song is Let's Go Fly a Kite. It's like, it makes me want to skin myself alive and cry, you know? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And now understanding the reasoning behind it, you know what I mean? Like now seeing it in in that new light, it like makes me really emotional. But otherwise, I don't know. <sighs> Definitely holiday and the dance break with the penguins is like so fucking cool. I know, you know, that's that's probably my. I think Jolly Holiday Mm -hmm. is. It's my favorite fun one, and then I do. I really do love Feed the Birds. I I think it's just a very emotionally well written song. Mm -hmm. Like it's a beautiful. But that's like the Sherman Brothers were so good at. They wrote all the songs, didn't they? They wrote all the songs for that, but they also wrote like. They wrote a bunch of songs for Disney rides. They they wrote. They were very good with like wordplay and creative Mm wordplay, and I know that. Feed the Birds was like Walt Disney's favorite song. And there's this really beautiful story of how like Walt Disney would just call the Sherman Brothers into his office at random times just to play Feed the Birds for him because it reminded him of like what he was dedicating his life to of like making people's lives Isn't really that happy. Weird? Well, wow. no, the weirder part is when he died, they did a performance at Walt Disney World and a bird flew onto the keyboard while they were playing their rendition Aww. of Feed the Birds and Ooh. The one Sherman brother was like, I swear it was Walt reincarnated coming down for like one last time. I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Walt's not dead, though, because he's got to give us. Oh, that's right. We Walt won the chart. Yeah, well, you guys won Disney World. Yeah, I just we sat won here. Disney World. <laughs> you weren't a part of that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually really. So I do love Jolly Holiday, but Super Califragilistic, Expialidocious, yeah. and spoonful of sugar like are we just gonna forget yeah. about that well super califragilistic right. i i <laughs> who could spell it spell yeah. it so like the the chorus is so catchy but i always forget how fun the verses are um, in that song too <laughs> they're so fun i remember being a little kid and i would think about those songs and like be doing chores i'm like this is fucking great like i love washing the windows for my mom right now because of this song <laughs> I, I know it's like a weird manipulation to get kids to clean, but it worked and I fucking loved it. I will yeah. say least favorite song. I love to laugh. Could do without it. I don't even remember that, that. Which whole section that? makes me angry because <laughs> I don't know why it's there. Like, like I get it, but why cut it? It's when they're laughing you know? on the ceiling. Oh yeah. They're having like tea on the ceiling. Yeah. And it's the guy who yes. voiced the mad hatter is the guy who's like stuck on the ceiling. Well, of course. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a scene why, I could do without. Did they ever explain why that is? Because he was laughing. Like they, they, so but they laughed like, but hard that's enough. not normal. <laughs> but so you've never laughed hard enough. The oh. uncle, the uncle did that where he laughed and floated. Yeah, but then the banker dude. That's it's how he you died. Have, you laugh. You hit a special level of laughing, and it's a euphoria, and you float. Oh. You float. Or you drool like I do. Yeah, it's like light as when sti- I laugh so like hard. Light as I a drool. feather, stiff as a board, but with laughter. Oh. <laughs> I think I they know. were just high. I think it was metaphor. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's you they were stone balone. <laughs> like half the characters in Robin Hood. Sh- yes, yes, we just we talked this. about those fucking red eyes. In your opinion, what's the uh, 
the worst song in Mary Poppins? Um, um the worst song is probably the Mr. Banks' song, right? I don't know, like not that it's a bad song, but it's like so boring in comparison <laughs> to everything else, right? The woman is like at six o'clock I'm doing this and six oh one I'm jerking <laughs> off and six oh two I have a pipe and it's just like why is that I like we don't I get it, it tells us who he is, but also the song can fuck off. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I would yeah. yeah, I agree. I would too. I feel like if the song doesn't make it into the overture of the movie, then even they knew that it was trash. Like, they're like, yeah, we don't need this here. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I actually, I do love Mrs. Banks' Suffragette song. I think I do, too. I, I, so, because of the fourth grade play, I knew all the songs. And I used to sing that one all the time in the shower. Like, just, like, exclusively in the shower (laughs) when I was in elementary school. And I fucking loved it. I don't know why. I just, like, held on to it for the shower. I'd, like, come back from the barn, and I'm like, Fuck yeah, it's shower time. I'm going to sing shower time. Mrs. Beck's song. <laughs> yes. And I would. And also the cook and the, well, both maids, but the cook specifically is maybe the best character in the entire film, I think. Oh, she's delightful. She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I just like mm-hmm. old women are great. Disney was yeah, very yes. good at like giving random side characters like the best part of no. these movies. I don't always. Yeah, I agree. No. Agree. Have a sip. No. Because, like, the way that they are so nonchalant about all of the chimney sweeps just coming down the chimney and, like, dancing in the house, like... Like they're upset, but like they're not like freaked out by it is kind of they incredible. just like they're they're definitely like shocked. They're like, what the? But we're gonna let this happen. <laughs> like, did she tell the dog that the position is filled? Do you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? She very seriously opens the door and is like, we're not accepting applications to is, a dog. So is well, I mean, I would accept a dog's application. Um, but is the dog like an ode to? Uh, What's, is her name Nana and Peter Pan, the dog nanny? It could be. It's like a little bit of an ode I'm to that. I'm trying to remember if this was before or after. Because Nana was the babysitter for Ooh. the darling children. That's a good I point have, did think about this because hmm. also the kids' names, Jane and Michael, are Peter Pan characters. Yeah. And when Mary Poppins first comes up and Michael has his mouth open, he like his jaw dropped, and she says, Michael, close your mouth. You're not a codfish. Peter Pan. I don't know. Peter Pan. Uh, yeah. And it's, it takes place in England, too. Yeah, and it was 11 years after Peter Pan came out. So, so that's it, what I'm yeah, saying. I think it's a, a little ode to Peter Pan there. They love their Easter eggs. They and, do. Oh, that's and so cute. is the, boy, the guy shooting the cannon, was he Hook? Yep. Do you see it? Oh. We, this is why oh. we No, wait, but you need to tie it to the, the Sandersons or your theory doesn't work. Mary Poppins is a witch. <laughs> no, I was just going to ask how this ties into the Sanderson theory. Mary Poppins is the nice ancestor or no descendant yes. from the Sanderson. Sanderson sisters. I like it. Have, Tim, That's do you know it. about our Sanderson sister theory? Uh, tell me. Well, it's very complicated. It's very we complex. need to write it out. Oh, but I'm we, working on it. We believe that every Disney movie ever made all ties back to Winifred, Mary, and Sarah. Yes. I all love of them. that. No, like, it's, why it's, does, it's legit. Why does Winnie I the believe- Pooh live in a tree that says Mr. Sanders on it? Because they just forgot the O-N. <laughs> Sanderson! And it was their father oh my living God. in the forest. Why else are the animals yes. in a magical land? Because the Sanderson sisters. Sanderson <gasps> sisters. Binks could talk. Why can't Pooh? <laughs> I'm just I saying. I love this. <laughs> what was the other one we came here. up with? Uh, was we it, just did it. Was it in Frozen? We talked about Frozen? We no, talked about it Frozen. Was, it was, it was, it was uh, Robin Hood, I think. Robin Hood, we talked about uh, something there. This is why, no, this is why we frozen. shouldn't frozen drink was, when we do Frozen this. was the one where we decided that Oh, well, we she's an ice switch. Yeah. Duh. We don't even need to try there. 
<laughs> ice witch done Ta. we had so many yeah there's like a lot of ties we're gonna we have to go back through some of the episodes yeah. and like yes. start like mapping it out but it's real okay because you, uh, you've heard of the we pixar do. theory um yes question mark remind me Ugh, pixar it's, such, garbage. it's such a mess oh, yeah it's some bullshit oh. that all of it ties back to what brave no boo to boo, boo. oh that's right to boo boo oh. character and she's just on a mission to find oh. Sully. It's all fucking it's crap. weird. And like the animals uprise against the humans with the help of the machines and the cars. Takes the some acid and, and watch it. Blast is space. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We have an episode on it. We kind of tear it apart. It doesn't make any sense. Don't even worry about it. Makes about it. as much sense it's, as Scientology. Mm. Sanderson theory, however. The very Catholic. Very, very true. It holds up. So yeah, no, I believe this. You're really onto something here, and now I'm going to watch every Disney movie with that in mind. You should. <laughs> it will all fuck there. with you, though, so be careful. Yeah, it's all there. Mm. All the clues. I like it. I, they must be distant relatives somehow, at least. Yeah. Yes. They have to be. I would like to talk about how they incorporated the animation with the live action. Mm. I, I was always so enchanted as a child when they jump into the chalk drawing. Like it was almost like transporting into another world for me. Yeah. I was yeah. absolutely enthralled by it. Thought it was the most magical shit I've ever seen in my life. Like bigger than when Wizard of Oz goes from black and white to color. Yeah. I was just like, oh, <laughs> they're in cartoon land. So like, how did that affect you as a kid? Like, did you have the same reaction? Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the first time we probably saw uh, that happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, my God, I could be in SpongeBob or something. Do you know what I mean? The first time we saw not just CGI or not just green screen or whatever all that shit is, but like real humans in a cartoon world. That and probably uh, uh, Ben Knobs and Broomsticks, right? It was the first Mm -hmm. time we saw that as kids. And that was so thrilling and having humans interact with animals and but like it it wasn't all animated do you know what i mean i don't know it made it um more visceral maybe more real to us yeah i think it kind of led the way for uh like what's the fucking roger roger rabbit Rabbit, who framed roger rabbit yeah i fucking hate that oh yeah but it like led the way for that and space jam absolutely space jam so i will say like i think that mary poppins is very seamless with it and I think Ooh, that seamless. And I think that like Who it's Framed Roger Rabbit it does it even like tighter where it really does feel real. Rewatch Space Jam. It definitely feels like, oh, these aren't two things in the same location. If you <laughs> ever stop talking. If you ever shut the diss fuck up Space Jam again, I will personally light you on fire. Just so you know, Matt, I had the Space Jam spaceship. Yeah, he had the spaceship. What? Don't question. You don't know what that was, Tim. Do you know what the space jam spaceship yes, was? Yes. 100%. Thank you, hun. And the yeah. little rocket that the little green dude sat in that you could shoot. Yes. It. yes! Did you know that oh, the Space Jam website's still up and active? Why wouldn't it be? Like it's like a GeoCities website that like Warner Brothers built. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. It's, it has all the exactly, facts. Exactly, Matt. Yeah. It's amazing. I would like to talk about the sequel a little bit. I know we're kind of yeah. jumping around yeah. a bit. Obviously, Emily Blunt. Is our Mary Poppins. If not her, who would you have wanted to see? <gasps> Ooh. Yes. Um. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Let me think. Probably like 
uh, the first person that came to my head was Michelle Williams just now. Really? Michelle Williams, I love her. I just think she can do no wrong. And as, remember Greatest Showman? Even if you didn't like Greatest Showman, she can sing. And I think she's absolutely lovely. Um, otherwise, I don't know. That was a bad, maybe that was a bad answer. No, I think no, that's I, no. I, I, I thought Michelle Williams was, fun. I mean, I thought Greatest Showman was phenomenal, period. But she yes. blew me away that she could sing as well as she could. It's so surprising how many actresses like you just don't know can sing. Well, so you well. said like Kristen yeah. Bell on the Frozen on the episode. Frozen, like, you yeah, had no I didn't clue. know she could sing like oh, that. Oh sure. And yep. she, Kristen Bell, did that um, Funny or Die, Mary Poppins. She could be Mary Poppins. I would watch her as that. Yeah, she. Could I do would. It. I think she has yeah. the right level of snark to her, but yeah. she's also just so sweet, which is why I really yeah. like Emily Blunt because like she's sweet, but like you believe her sass and her snark. Like yeah, it's just absolutely. like she's an extremely good fit, and you forget you forget that she's such has such a good voice. Yeah, you know because that doesn't come out a lot in the uh, in what, the work she's done. I also just want to ask her about uh, John Krasinski. Personally, <laughs> we've established I'm a Lin Manuel fan. I fucking love him. Um, I I kind of wish he had written some of the songs. I think that like hip hop vibe he could bring would be so fun. I trust that Disney did the right thing and it's going to be amazing. But I just yeah. there's a part of me that really just like longs for him having some kind of influence on the music. I feel like whether it's official or unofficial, there's no way like you don't have Lin Manuel on set and not have him throw some input on songs. Like, right. Yeah. Like, whether it's uncredited, I feel like he had to have been like, hey, what if we change the because he's so brilliant with words. And like uh, Mary every uh, song in Mary Poppins is so whimsical with its wordplay. Like you need a Lynn Manuel to sit there and be like, what if we change the verbiage just a tiny bit? Yeah, I feel like it's just in his character to just be like, Oh well, what if we try this? Yeah. And he's just fucking incredible. Um I so I didn't know he was gonna be in this movie. So the first time I saw the teaser and you like see him ride up on the bike and like look up at the sky, I was just like, Oh my god <laughs> I was like, What? Are you kidding me? I had to rewatch it to like make sure I was like, I'm being deceived. Like I'm seeing <laughs> yeah. what I want to see and know it's him and it was, I cannot fucking wait. It was yeah. you turning that corner and seeing Ariel all over again. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We just talked about how um, when I was at Magic Kingdom for the first time, there was like this empty line and I just like went down it because I was just like, yeah, fuck yes. And Ariel was right there and I jumped oh. and squealed and grabbed my crotch. <laughs> <laughs> As you do when you see Ariel for the first time. Yes, so that's absolutely. kind of the same reaction that I had when I saw Lynn. I love it. In you know why the he's the best too is because he is like a... Uh, not only is he like a prodigy, but he's so kind. He's just so genuine. And I feel like Emily's the same way. Yes. And I think ultimately that's why they ended up being cast in these mm-hmm. roles too. You know, they're, yeah. um, that purity. they're genuine kindness and humanness. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like There's really a real humanity exude. to them. Well, I love Yes. That. There's the story of like, there was a, like a karaoke bar in New York and one guy went up there and did Alexander Hamilton and you can find the video on YouTube where like Lin Manuel was in the crowd and like got on stage with him at this tiny I would karaoke piss bar my pants. and started joining for the song. And I'm just like, I love this dude. Like he's so down to earth and chill. I would <laughs> like, pee myself and vomit and just cry. Yeah, all of that. That'd and be then, straight diarrhea. Yeah, and and then <laughs> die. He makes like I hear he makes over a million dollars a week. Yeah, I believe from it. From like wow. Hamilton, from there's like you know six productions of Hamilton now. Yeah, plus everything else that's going on, plus these movies and Moana, you know whatever mm-hmm. he's making at least at least a million dollars a week. 
I just want to be like, ah. Lynn, take me under your wing, pay my student loans. That's fine. That's a side project for you. <laughs> and like, let's be friends. Let's do a drunk history episode together. My goal in life is to be on drunk history. Yeah. I have very big aspirations, <laughs> as you can tell. And to just like tell a story about, I think I want to do something with the Civil War. I think that's what I've decided. Nice. The fact, though, that like Lin-Manuel makes a million a week or whatever, and he still just seems like a totally normal down-to-earth guy, like screams how cool he is. Yes. Like, like he still shows up to an interview in a sport coat that's too big <laughs> and jeans that are ratty and yeah. tennis shoes. And he's Awful like, shoes. hi, I'm Lin, and here I am. Yes. I can say it. I just want... I just want to hug him. So they, they did a great job with the cast. There's talent. There's well, okay. Let's talk about the cast. The we know cast. we know there's Emily Blunt, Lin Manuel, Dick Van Dyke. Who else is in it? Meryl Streep, Meryl Angel- Streep. Meryl and Angela Lansbury. Yes, she is yes. back. She's in it. And um, so this is kind of I think it. I, I for someone who's tried to avoid what the movie is about, I know that they're kind of going back to the Banks children, right? Yeah, it's very like so. It's Jane it's, and Michael again. It's very much like a Mary Poppins version of Christopher Robin. If yes. Feels like. Okay. Yes. So who's playing Jane and Michael? Because the actor who played Michael died at twenty-one. Ooh. Of hepatitis. Well, so yeah. he got the titus. Was uh, it Hep C? Emily Mortimer is playing Jane. Oh, Why yeah. is that familiar? Uh, let's see. What Match was she point, in? Lars and the Real Girl, nope. Shutter Island, Hugo, yep, that's the Shutter Island. Shutter Island, Hugo. Lars and the Real God, Girl. that's an old one. Um, and I don't know who this guy is. I don't know. What makes me nervous, I think, is like Julie Andrews, when she sings. Praise Julie. Is just this angelic, harmonious, warms your soul lifts you off your seat. You raise me up. Yes. She's freaking so fucking calling me to heaven like it's damn end of the world shit. Yeah. Yeah. Can Emily Blunt deliver? Well, that's a thing. Don't compare. I'm I not feel trying like to as compare. As soon as you compare, you're going to set yourself up. You're, you're going to be disappointed. But can Emily Blunt lift me as Mary Poppins the <sighs> way that Julie Andrews lifted me as I Mary feel Poppins. Like, I feel like it's going to be different because if you remember Into the Woods and watching yes. Emily Blunt in Into the Woods she wasn't like, she didn't raise me to heaven but she made my heart so warm, you know? She really warmed my soul and I think it's going to be the same way. She's not going to be singing um, you know, high seas, but she's going to warm you with that alto, you know? Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that's, Maybe. I mean, you, I appreciate that. You even just said that, like, Julie warmed, like, warmed your heart. I think that's such a, I think that's almost more powerful. Like, if someone can warm your heart, that's like a fucking, like, magical thing. That's, yeah, Disney. Magic. Yeah, like, it, and I think that's, that's going to be the, the, not the struggle, but that's going to kind of be the comparison point. Like, does Emily Blunt make you feel like those warm feelings of nostalgia for the original Mary Poppins that like we all grew up with? And I, I think she will. But like I said, I'm trying to go in with like no expectations and just kind of accept it for what it is and just let myself just like naturally like enjoy it or not, depending on how it goes. So absolutely. But like Lynn's in it. So like, I know I'm going to like it. It's kind of already skewed. And we know the visuals are going to be insane. Yeah, I, mean, I hope they're not too tacky, though. A part of me almost wants them to like kind of keep the original vibes of like the cartoon editing in there, because it, for nostalgia's sake, yeah, just it in does 4K, look like yeah. there is some like them with cartoon character stuff in there, which is <laughs> exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, especially like the one preview I saw, uh, the one trailer where they're like up in the sky and there's like the bikes and all the stuff oh in the sky. Oh my god, I didn't see yeah. all Why of them. Why are you telling her these things? Oh, oh my god. god. It's like <laughs> Dumbo ride the, all over yeah. again. I'm Did you so get to ride the Dumbo ride? No, because it's no, stupid. Because I saw Nobody the Dumbo rides ride that. and I wanted to ride it and I was like, I remember Andrew told me that it was dumb well, and now it's ruined yeah. for when me. When we go in a couple You tell me you look at that ride and you're like, man, that looks fun. Up down round up down round for 30 seconds listen with seven-year-olds that shit in those seats let me live my life i've been living a life of sadness for so long let me ride whatever the fuck i want and if it's dumbo this time let it be dumbo let me just tell you i hated it a lot more than space mountain Oh, I fucking hate Space Mountain. Thank you. I'll ride Dumbo with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Matt. You would, Matt. You would. <laughs> you know what? Just wait. When we're there in September, y'all can fucking ride Dumbo. And I get a fucking turkey leg and get a picture with... Um, Tim. over there? No. I'm going to get a picture with one of the characters from the parts of the Caribbean. <laughs> I'm like with Tim, because he's the over character over in that there. realm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gaston's over there. Yeah. Gaston. La- yeah. Final, final thoughts, opinions, feelings. I just... Yeah, I'm really holding out, and I'm I'm I like you. We said already, we're not expecting, we're not comparing, we're not doing any of that. But I am I'm really hoping that this sequel is going to be good because not only is the original movie iconic, but Disney is doing this thing now where they're just like remaking everything. Yeah. Uh, that's old rather than coming up with new things. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they're doing these big, I don't want to accuse them of being cash grabs, but they're kind of cash grabs, you know? Oh, they are. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and I, that just like hurts a little bit. And everything that we've seen so far hasn't held up or hasn't um, measured up to what those originals did do for us as kids. So I'm really hoping that they've allowed themselves to actually make this film different. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. And to really lean into that and make it something different so we don't even have the opportunity to compare them, you know? Right. Just push it forward so much. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Although the new Lion King does look fucking awesome based on the trailer pretty fucking stoked for that (laughs) guys just be careful with fluffing it up like that because i'm telling you lion king but like it just looks so pretty the lion king original (laughs) is one of my number well yeah me too number one wait wait until well they'll never do it because they fucking hate her but if they did a live action pocahontas i'm gonna be like Uh, they won't i will be ready to rip it apart and be like this is not the original (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you why but we definitely love to have you on again. Yeah. So uh, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Obviously, we're gonna like you're gonna come back after you see yes, the new back. the new Mary Poppins. We're gonna discuss it, give our our feedback, our thoughts, feelings, whatever. You have to be here for it. That, I, I mean, that's that. just yes, a rule. Um, and let us know what you're drinking that night. We'll try to match. Yes. Oh yeah. Good idea. No, good idea. No, we'll plan it and we'll send him a bottle. And make sure you have a producer this time to pour it for you. <laughs> You're right. I'll just hire a friend of mine. Yeah. Make him do it. Like, I am yeah. not accepting this ever again. Matt, can you help with that? <laughs> yeah. yeah we need Matt, to make sure we have someone to pour his wine. Yeah. Let me see if I can. I'll go through my Rolodex for people in Atlanta and get them over. God, yeah. Tim, we are so sorry. Oh, my God. Sorry. What we year is it so that you sorry have for Rolodex? This. <laughs> Rolodex. We're from. Well, Matt we're is 90s very old. <laughs> Matt's not a '90s kid. Kind of decrepit. Yeah, uh-huh. but we are '90s children. The fact that you were yes. in Beats is baffling me right now. 
<laughs> oh, I was like, what are you fucking talking about beats for? Like, that's cool. And then I was like, oh, wait, I see what you mean. Because yeah. he's old. Why is he being cool? Anyway, Ugh. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, everyone listening, please go check out Tim on Instagram. It's at Gleefully Tim. He's hilarious. You won't regret. regret. No. I can't even say it. Regret. That's how excited I am. You will not regret following him. Just fucking follow him. It's fantastic. Make um, your life better. Absolutely look on YouTube for his Hocus Pocus. Oh, my thing. God. Yes. Oh, my God. We posted it on our Facebook page so uh, a little while back when you first released it. We, we posted it. So check it out Thanks. there. It's so good. Um, Andrew, where can they contact us if they are so inclined? God, she did this on I purpose. usually do this part, um, but now I'm switching it up. It's all the same. Yes. Okay. Remember, it's all the same. All right, everybody. So... If you need to contact us or just want to contact us or have nothing else going on in your life and you feel that you need an outlet, please, <laughs> what are the options? Well, you can email us at disneytopodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our website at disneytopodcast.com and email us from there and check out all of our videos and info. You can also reach out to us on Facebook, which is the Disneytos group. You can also tweet us at, at disneytopodcast.com via Twitter handle. Or if you want to engage with us on the most prominent social media that's not Twitter, which is Instagram, you can hit us up at at Disneydo. But if you're going to hit us up at Disneydo, please take a pit stop to follow. No, it's, it's at, at Disneydo podcast. podcast. That's what I said. No, you no, stopped you at, Disney at Disneydo. Okay, so at Disneydo podcast, but please take a stop and at Gleefully Tim, click yes. a follow, then go to Disneydo podcast, click a follow, and like, 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 like. Um, and actually... Because we really fucked up and didn't mention this already. Oh, God. Uh, but if you're on Instagram as well, you oh should go and find... What? I love all ears. I love all ears. So at I love all ears, they created two of the, the ears that I wore at Disney a few weeks ago. They honestly, like this is not an ad. I'm not getting paid by I love all ears. She is, though. She's the, lying. No, I'm not. I wish I were. That Lots would be great. Money. They don't sponsor us. But Tens the ears were seriously incredible. My Moana ears... I fucking love. They're so, so cute. Very so, sturdy. Stayed on my head all day. Better than the other bullshit I got off Etsy. But just they are all fans. You. They are all fans of the podcast. And if you're buying on their shop, you can use Disneyto twenty for a twenty percent discount on your purchase. Yes, and as soon as she gets <laughs> some Pocahontas ears up in there, we'll buy ten pairs. They are mine. Yes, <laughs> Tim. Thank you so much for being on. Yes, Alan. thank you. You were a delight. You are amazing. And I Oh, thanks you guys. You guys are both so um so fun and awesome. I really had such a blast being here. And thanks producer Matt too. I didn't mean to just say you both and not mention you just now. Well, oh I'm my so God. glad you what did though. Bitch. Yes. What a bitch just now. <laughs> it's the wine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh my god. But really, thank you so much. I've had such a blast. It's been so fun. Yes. So. Let's be besties. Too. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. But really, I, I'm obsessed with you, so thanks. <laughs> Have a wonderful night. We will talk to you soon. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye, bye. dear. I love it. I can't wait to hear it because I grew up in California, so I grew up going to Disneyland, and I just went to Disney World my first time two years ago, and it's, like, completely different to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think. It's, like, a whole different world. I was going to say, a whole new world? A whole new world. (laughs) That's where we'll be. That's where we'll be. Hey! 
Do you guys like horror movies? I do. Do they always have to be good movies? No way. I prefer them to be crap, personally. Well, then you guys are in luck because Horror Movie Night is your expert podcast on both horror movies, good, bad, and gooey. It's just a show of three friends. Brother. Yeah, two brothers and a friend, I, I think you would call it. But we're also, we're all friends here. You know, We're friends. We we're all around. friends here. Yeah. We're friends. We goof around. But we, we, talk about, we talk about movies, but we normally don't actually talk about movies, which is kind of weird. <laughs> it's, it's a weird mm-hmm. dynamic. You have to really listen to understand it. But we put together a show every Friday morning. You can find our show, hmnpodcast.com. Uh, we're part of the Geekscape Network. We are... You know, we're good guys. Just check us out. We're good, silly guys. We're, we're fun. Please like me. Please. <laughs> That's pretty Please. much the emphasis of everything we do is to be accepted. We want to yeah. be loved. HMMPodcast.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 